way up here, it's just views from the nosebleeds, a real fan's perspective. Two guys, Chad and Chad. Hello everyone, welcome back to episode 34 of the podcast. What is up, Chad? Guess what, though? We're in the same room together. What's up? Yeah, we are. Actually, I think only the second time ever that we've been in the same room to do this podcast, by yep. the way. The other one was with Chris. Yep, we, had we a talked guest about that day. And ironically, we're going to play some golf this weekend, too. And I have some more golf news. So with that, let's start with our best of the week. Go ahead. Uh, best thing I saw this week, uh, it, it's, well, we talked about how Albert Pujols was your best last week, I believe. Yes. He's my best this week. 450 pitchers he's hit home run off of. Jeez, that's insane. 450. That's insane. That's got to be that's got to be up there. I I don't know where it is as far. It's got to be up there. I I would I, I'll try to look and see what it is on the actual lists. Oh, a uh, two home Okay, here we go. He is two home runs shy and this is according to ESPN. Two home run shy of tying Rodriguez for fourth on the all-time list with 696. But that's home runs. That's not how many pitchers you've hit it off of. Right. So yeah. he's on the list of, of almost being fourth that, ever. That's crazy, actually. Just because looking at the numbers, he's almost at 700. And he's hit against 450. Yep. Different pit. That's insane number, actually. It's, it's stupid is what it is. And he's just been good for a long, long time. That's what we, I think we took him for granted a little bit. And he did have a few down years there in California, in, in, in Anaheim. To, relative to him, he's still a solid player. Yeah. His numbers were not bad. Right. They were just not Albert Pujols good. So everybody thought, well, this guy's is done. No, obviously, I, he is done <laughs> Yeah. after the season. But 450 pitchers. I Got kind I kind of wish it was all done in St. Louis, but it mm -hmm. is nice that he's back there for his final year, and uh, man, he just keeps getting closer. I think he'll get it. I think he will. We'll see. I mean, uh, he uh, he's a special player. He's one of those guys, and I would put uh, Miguel Cabrera in that same conversation. Guys that are there and are showing up twenty plus odd years, and they're just greats. That's why we talked about last week on the podcast. There is no reason to wait for Hall of Fames right. for some players. Right. This guy, put him in. The day he says he's retired with the Cardinals is the day he should go into Canton. Yeah. Uh, not Canton. Uh, uh, Cooperstown. Yes. <laughs> Canton is uh, NFL. Yes. <laughs> Cooperstown. Um, yeah, I agree. And uh, obviously, I think we're going to keep just updating you guys until he gets that 700 mark and... I mean, if he passes it, you can hit multiple home runs in a game. So we'll, can't, we'll he see. He's done happens. it. I know. Tons. So yeah. Yep, uh, pretty awesome. So, so we'll move on to my best of the week. Um, we all knew this was going to happen, but uh, there was more uh, golfers confirmed to go to live. Um, it's my best of the week just because of uh, mostly comments from Harold Varner. Um, we'll get to those in a second. But you got Cam Smith. Uh, perceived to be like the best golfer right now in the world going to live uh harold varner the third mark leishman uh neiman and uh 
Lanhard? How do you, how do you say that guy's name? Right here. Uh, uh, Lahiri. 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 Yep. Yeah. So, and, uh, so you got a couple of big names going there. Obviously, Cam Smith. Um, Huge. But I want to say, or I want to. I want to tell you guys what uh, Harold Varner III said. He Brutally honest, uh, honest comments. Um, I'll just read what he posted. I've always been real, so let me tell it to you straight. I have joined the Live Golf Tour. The PGA Tour has been a life changer. It's given me an ordinary kid from rural North Carolina an opportunity to make something out of my life. From my fellow players to the volunteers to the tour employees to the fans, it's been nothing but love. These people, they mean the world to me. Always have, always will. You've watched a young, often crazy kid grow up over these years and develop into a man, become a father, build the HV3 Foundation. I am who I am, large part because of the people who have surrounded me. That's not fluff, that's the truth. And yeah, the truth is, my life is changing. The opportunity to join Live Golf is simply too good of a financial breakthrough for me to pass by. I know what it means to grow up without much. This money is going to ensure my kids uh, and future Varners have a solid base to start on and a life I could have only dreamt about growing up. It's also helped uh, fund many programs I'm building with my foundation. I'll continue to forge pathways for kids interested in golf. This note is a receipt for that. Your opinion of me uh, may have changed because of this announcement. No lie, that will be tough to deal with. But I haven't changed. I'm still me. I promise you that. See y'all soon. It was great. So I, I really like that he was, you know, very honest. He said this was obviously a financial thing that he could not pass up. He's going to help grow the game more with uh, the money he gets. And uh, it's nice to hear these brutally honest comments honestly because you know what a lot of them are going there for but then you you do have guys that like uh phil mickelson that mm, in the end it sounds like he's kind of right about the pga and then you see the pga tour you know kind of almost a copy paste kind of thing or at least some of the stuff from live yeah and, and there was guys that commented about that on the live tour i think uh lee westwood kind of said you know what is this this is a copy of what lives doing right now right. over here so um I, I i have watched these tour these tournaments for the live tour i i think they're solid i think these players are good uh not not everybody but i think if the field is getting better and better like this field here in boston is really really good um you got to give these guys some credit for what it is because it's also something that is 48 guys you start at the same time, you shotgun and you're going. It's a different thing, and the PGA Tour should have seen this coming. It's embarrassing they didn't. And it's too bad that Harold Varner had to leave. But right, yeah. I don't, I, there's no way I would think any worse of Harold Varner. So good for him and good for Liv. And I think this is good for the fans. Again, we've talked about this. This is going to be good. When you have two rival leagues and they're, they hate each other, uh, I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they hate each other. Uh, Rory says he doesn't know if he can actually stomach playing with players from the Live Tour on uh, the the tournament coming up, the BMW Championship over in uh, Europe. And Rory can't seem to stop any like any time he he talks, it seems like he has to put some kind of jab in there. I think I honestly, 
And I, I really think the future of people watching golf, if they really want to get the ratings that these guys want, it's going to be these smaller tournaments, these these very lucrative small tournaments, and you're already seeing the PGA Tour talking about wanting to do that. This is going to be very great for the rivalry. And when these players, which I believe 100% they're going to be allowed to play in the majors, the majors become mega majors because of the hatred. I love it, and I. I the one thing I don't love uh, is is how like there's such a huge hatred for the Live Tour. That's what I don't like. I understand where the money comes from. The money comes from some interesting places on the other side, folks. This is a white. This is this is a uh, media uh, disaster, truthfully. Um, because they're all very pro PGA Tour. I think it shows that all these guys that are doing these, uh, uh, being journalists of, of golf, they're in bed with the PGA Tour. There's no question about that. And if that doesn't make a person kind of turn your head and say, what the frick, uh, that should. I think of this as the fog of war effect. You know, don't, yes. don't talk about where the money comes from, from any owners of any sports organization, you're going to have plenty that are probably fine, good people, but don't look into too many of them. You'll, you'll go into the dark corners of, of people's lives. You don't, you don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's, I think that's all for that, but, uh, yep. Yeah, go ahead with your worst. I don't have any for this week. My week well, I is got two then. crazy enough. I got two so, though. So yep, I have one. Ahead. The Yankees' ace, Araldus Chapman. I don't know if you guys heard that he uh, landed on the D, uh, the uh, IL this week. He had a leg infection. It's unfortunate. I'm sure it was from something baseball related, right? No, no, no. This leg infection of Mr. Chapman was from a new tattoo. <laughs> so the Yankees have lost their number one closer, the fireballer. Uh, the guy that they need really badly right now uh, because of an infection in his leg because of his tattoo. So there we go. I wonder who That's he, pretty bad. I wonder who he's going to. I hope it's not some questionable tattoo guy. Yeah, like gives him hepatitis B or something like that. or yeah. Not using clean needles or yeah. something. I don't know. Yuck. Or worse. All I know is the rule is if you walk into a tattoo parlor and you feel uncomfortable in any way... Get the hell out of there. Turn around and Quickly. Leave. I mean, I don't have one, but I can, I, I I don't can imagine. See, I don't yeah. see a picture or anything on here either, but uh, if, if it's what it could be, it probably looks really nasty. And well, I'm sure. Very yeah, he's probably on, probably on very high-powered antibiotics to try to kill it, too, because that stuff is crap. It's disgusting. So <laughs> Okay, and number two... Let's go back to Harold Varner for a second. Just went to live. Okay. So Harold Varner, uh, he has, you know, he announced just a couple days ago that he's going to live from the PJ Tour. So, so basically, social media has absolutely been devastating to him. Uh, it's, it's, and this is what I don't understand. I don't understand all of the hatred. It's, it's almost like very similar to presidents that we've had in the past where pretty much everybody is saying one thing and everyone is saying it loudly. And then there's some that don't agree. But it just seems like there's a lot of collusion going on here. I think this is going to be this is going to be a uh, like 
I think any, even if the PGA Tour doesn't get any sanctions or, or civil penalties or federal penalties, they will be exposed for being a monopoly of golf. They don't want to lose it. Yeah. There's absolutely no question about that. If you have a question about that, you're not paying attention. And that's going to be a problem for them. And I think this is going to be good for fans. We're going to have two leagues that are good. But Harold Varner on social media was absolutely hammered. Uh, he said it sucked, quote, unquote, yeah. uh, Wednesday. He said, uh, quote, who likes to be hated? It's terrible. I hate being hated. I'd rather not even be known than be hated, unquote. Um, and then Varner is one of the few black players competing in the in professional golf, period. It's pretty, pretty pathetic that this is happening to him. Uh, quote again, I just hate to be hated because you're doing what's best for you and whenever someone else is doing something that's best for them, I'm like, hey, how can I help? How can I help you make a better decision? What are you making? Why are you, why, why are you making this decision? Um, that should be more of a language instead of like, well, you didn't do what I want you to do, so I hate you. I'm done. <laughs> I'm unfollowing. Yeah. I can't win. It's it's been like Unquote. that since 2016 almost, but maybe before then, because just the hatred. All I have to say, we obviously this is not a political podcast, but once Donald Trump decided to start running for president, I think is when things really heated up, and people started to just not give a crap about anyone's feelings online. Yep. Um, he he obviously was a tweeter and would just tweet his mind, and I don't know if that helped people just to do, hey, he does it, so I do it too, but it's, it's social media breeds or brews the worst part of mankind. Agreed. It's a, it's yep. a boiling pot of just nastiness, yep. honestly, and... Uh, and the nice comments, I'm pretty sure there were fine comments in there, and it just gets drowned completely out. And and the voices for any social media and for any topic, the people who are loud are the loud radical people, and and the rest are just the majority quiet people. Yep. That's how it always is. It's just, it's not good. It's not good out there in a lot of different ways, and this is just another one of those. So, yep. Be nice, people. Be nice to people, please. All right, let's move on to our crazy news. I got a couple of them, and one is actually sports-related. Okay. So this guy made a crazy free bet. He, So he parlayed this bet. Let, let me, tell me if you know any of these guys. Cody Ware. B.J. McLeod, Landon Cassiel. Okay, I've heard of him. Okay. Yeah. This guy picked all of these guys, and just to give you a little bit more context, Cody Ware, plus 2,000 to finish in the top 10. McLeod, uh, plus 2,000 to make the top 10. So is it golf? What is it? This is NASCAR. NASCAR. Okay. And yes. Cassiel, Landon Castle, and now I'm... Yeah, Castle, okay. 1,500 yep. to make the top 10. Yes. Which which is plus, what is this seven million fifty five thousand? So put a dollar on it. So it's parlay it and put a dollar on it. Seventy thousand fifty five 
5,500 to 1 odds. It, turn, it would turn $10 into $70,560. Well, this guy put... $10? $10. He put 1343 free bet, and it was in Daytona, so of course there's always a huge wreck. This guy picks four <laughs> no-names that were probably in the back for the whole race, and then the, the big wreck happens, and I'm sure if he's watching it, because this is four no-names, so maybe you choose these and you just... Do whatever you want pocket. for the rest of Sunday or right, whatever. Right, you put it in your pocket. You'll but look if at you it are watching, day. you go, Oh my gosh, my four guys are in the top ten, and now I'm a millionaire. This guy won $999,433.63. Unbelievable. 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 Good just, for him. Just insanity. That is awesome. Just crazy. He played $10. That's all he did. Pretty much, and it was a free bet. It was a free thirteen forty nine bet. What is ten dollars? Let's say you save that for your family. Let's say your family is poor. What is ten dollars to a family? Well, a be, meal could be a whole meal. Yeah. It could a be cu- a meal. Couple of uh, Little Caesars pizzas. It could be. You. It could be a meal, but it wouldn't be a really <sighs> great meal. No. And that is it. Now, now you that buy made him a millionaire. Yeah, crazy. Kind of worth it. But well, crazy. Definitely worth it. Just it, never happens. That's bet. why it was... Yeah. The odds are stupid. That I'll tell you, that casino, that casino is... Crying. They're vomiting. They're crying. And they're looking for anything, anything to get them out of that. That's incredible. All right, my crazy news was... Uh, did you hear about this truck that spilled over with uh, like 150,000 tomatoes? No. All over a California road in I-80? It... it the tomatoes went everywhere. I'm going to show you a picture of it. Let me get you a picture so you can see. This is the truck. Holy the crap, that's so tomatoes. much tomato. There's even more tomatoes still left in the truck. Yes. And yet, oh my gosh. They're the, everywhere. The it thickness of that, of that <laughs> sauce, too. It's very thick. Yeah, and imagine like California. So it's not cold there. Oh, girl. So it's going to get warm. You'll have spaghetti yeah. smelling road, oh, be but gross. it shut down the road. 150,000 tomatoes across, and this is a really busy wow. uh, highway, I-80. Jeez, so, that's a lot of tomatoes. Yeah. Spilling, uh, let's see, a fist-size tomatoes, and it crossed a 200-foot <laughs> section of the motorway. Wow. So 200 feet, and all you got is tomatoes. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Shut down the shut down traffic. When was the last time someone wrote, went home and they were late to their dinner for, with their wife, and had to say, "Honey, I swear, it was the tomatoes that made me late." The tomatoes. They were everywhere, all over the road. <laughs> crazy, stupid. All right, I got one more crazy to make up for my uh, no worst of the week. A shipment of baby wipes. Turns out to be $11.8 million worth of cocaine. Oh my God. <laughs> it was, it looks like it was caught at the border. Yep. Wow. 1,500 pounds of cocaine. And it looked like what? It looked, I guess they, uh, yeah, they look like baby wipes. Even baby wipes. Even so stacked, it looks like baby look, wipes. They almost look like paper, like stacked up on top of each other. 
And it's nice and square, so it's not circular, circular like uh, cocaine, uh, what the bricks usually are. Yeah. But you know what the drug dealers down in Mexico... Largest bust in 20 years. Do you know what they're doing right now, though? They're laughing because, oh, for, yeah. first off, they've already stopped doing stuff like that. They're doing stuff like way more sophisticated to get their stuff in. Well, and they, so, ha ha, right. you know, the, the government goes and says, hey, we stopped all this exactly, drugs. Yeah. And this is the stuff they were doing probably, maybe not even recent. And they've already changed the ways they're sending it in. So. Well, they already know all the tunnel systems that yeah. go underneath. So. We, we don't even want to know, they, by the way, what they do. And to then get that there's, stuff uh, in the, in the I've country. heard about uh, uh, scuba or uh, well, diving. Snorkeling? Submarine. They've found submarines oh. with cocaine inside and stuff like that too. Where I've heard like the Navy was literally like pounding on the ship, like we know you guys got cocaine, get out of there. <laughs> so yeah, I mean. I, I'm they sure submarine. I'm sure they're like ready, go. You're going to the border and probably going to get arrested. We got 50 million of cocaine that's going underneath. Yeah, it's they're winning. For sure. I think really honestly we're all losing uh the 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 battle against drugs. I think it's like yeah. a complete waste of time. The war on drugs has uh failed. The war on crime is what we should be worried about. Yeah. Whether crime is caused by drugs or not, it's the crime that you got to stop. So, I don't believe the drugs are going to lead you that far. I don't think there's enough people that actually would be addicted to all these drugs if they were legal or probably would even try them. I know personally, right. I've lived in states where people have lived for quite some time without trying them. And then they tried them and they're like, what the heck is this all about? Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's nice. But it's not like, you know, I would have to do it every day. The problem with drugs is that it's profitable. Big time. And people like drugs, so it's never going to, you know, it's never going to stop. It's That's the problem. When, when in the history of man on the planet have they not been trying to get some kind of relaxation from the trauma of life? Right, forever. Trauma of life. Yeah. It's not like this life is easy. And especially back in the day when those people are living. Right. You're telling me they wouldn't look for any plant to try to, like, take some of the edge off? They're yes. Eating. Well, probably plus, the same ones we do right now. Well, plus they're eating everything, so they're already taking drugs probably without even trying to. But so all this is still happening in this country everywhere. But we're also paying taxes so that there is a quote unquote war on drugs. Bravo, bravo, government. Dumbness. It's a big, big bleh. anyways, if you disagree, uh give us a comment. Yep, you can comment on Spotify. Yeah, so give us a comment and you know, let us know if we if you disagree. We actually should have an email for this podcast. We should be thinking. We're, we'll come up with an email, and then if we have some people that want to have give us shit, then you can email us and we can talk about it. Maybe so. Anyways, sure. Yeah. Good. Uh, so our question of the day is: If you could have any exotic animal as a pet, which would it be? Mm. Any exotic animal. Hmm. And obviously... Now, are they tame? I was going to say, it's yeah. not going to kill me. <laughs> well, that's the question. I think, honestly, let's take this as... You'd like to have them as a pet, but they're going to be... 
I mean, you're going to have to tame them. You're not, it's not like they're going to come to you from the elephant tamer and he's going to give you an animal and they're tame. You no, are you getting the animal it. as if they are coming out of the wild. Oh, jeez. But you want to have it as a pet. I think I know. I think I, I want uh, some kind of uh, owl. I guess exotic, though, means more out of the ordinary. So I would take an owl, though. I'll tell you this. That would be awesome. I, have, I, I don't know anyone... With an owl? <laughs> With an owl. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? I mean, except for, like, owl keepers or whatever yeah, they are. But... that'd be awesome, though. And I don't even think I would want to... I wouldn't want to restrict him. I would want some land, and he go do his own thing. But no, when I call him, he comes, and I'll feed him. And then after that, he can go to his owl family <laughs> in the forest or whatever. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, Almost awesome. like falconry or something. Yeah. But for the owl. Yeah. And they are really cool-looking birds, but kind of freaky. They're cool, they're scary, and yeah, they're, they're they vicious, are. too. They are scary. They're... In fact, I was driving to work one day. You saw one? Yeah. I was driving to work. I'm in the Pacific Northwest, Washington State. Everybody knows that. Driving to work, and on the top of the light pole was this large, white owl. Oh, wow. Nice. It freaked me the hell out. Yeah, they're kind of scary, but they're cool though. They are cool, but they're a little scary. They're definitely. And there's some people like those indigenous peoples that think like that's a bad thing, that an owl comes around. No. But then there's some that say I think it's, it's a good a, thing. I think it's a good thing. Right. And I also saw a video of this old old lady, and her like husband died recently, and then the week after he died, there was an owl that came on her porch. Like every day, and would visit her, and she th- she was like, "Well, we think this is the grandpa, we think this is the husband," and he would come and visit her in the owls, as an owl. And that you know, who knows? Who? Who knows? Who? <laughs> All right. Um. Um. Well, I had a, a snake. Yep. I had a snake. It was a uh, ball python, and uh, it was a very nice snake. I did like having that. I would probably, I would go with another snake. But I would also go, if I wanted something like, I don't know, more like petty, so you can actually snuggle with them and stuff. Uh, If I could tame like a leopard. Oh, that would be badass to have a leopard just chilling and watching sports with you or something. Right. A leopard. Like Act- sitting in your like, and you can you can pet the leopard. Even just the having leopard the leopard purr. You imagine how <laughs> I, I don't. I've never heard it. I probably saw it on YouTube or something. But you imagine how loud. It's probably very loud. Yes, that's a black leopard. When you think of those things, you think or of like or a spotted leopard. Ro- would, royalty though, awesome. too, and people with money that would yes. have like a a leopard. Not that I, I wouldn't care though. I could no. I could live in a shack with right. a leopard. Yeah, <laughs> but it makes you just those are badass. And then those someone comes and wants to mess with you. You got a leopard. Yeah, you don't want to mess with those. Uh, yeah, and but to you and your family and people that come around you and that's your friends, he's just a they chill are, leopard. They are very chill until it's go time, but they're very chill cats. But most of them are. Most big cats are chill until it's, you know, it's go time. Yeah. And when it's go time, it's full blast go time. 
So. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be around. Yeah. So I, I think a leopard. I'd go with a leopard. And, and that's either either black or spotted. They're both awesome looking. I'd take a black one. That'd I think cool. I'd go with the black. Like the like the panther type. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. All right. Well, that seems like a good way to end the podcast. Good. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we're going to be together for the rest of the weekend. Um, we're going to be playing golf. Um, we're actually teaming up um, to play with a couple of our other friends. So uh, hopefully we win that, and uh, we'll report back and uh, tell you guys how we the really, weekend went. We do need to win, though. Yes, we do need yeah, to win. Yeah, there needs... It's, it's really... And we can't put too much pressure on us ourselves, but... It's really kind of a must win. Uh, pressure's already up now. Yep. Both. <laughs> Top. Uh, don't, hey, if everybody, if anybody, by the way, we appreciate everybody that listens, although, you know, we're not having a ton of people listen, but those that do, thank you. And if you give us a rating or give us a, uh, a, a positive, hopefully, comment, uh, that would be great, either on Spotify or, or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast from. If you like it at all, Leaving a rating and a comment literally is the most that you could do for the podcast besides sharing it out. So much appreciated and uh, have a good uh, week, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. This has been Views from the Nosebleeds with Chad and Chad. Join us next time for more real fans' perspectives.